I rem- like I I distinctly remember paying attention in history class when they were talking about John Smith and my, I remember my teacher being like, you know, he wasn't that nice. <laughs> like she knew him. <laughs> like, <laughs> like she she knew she knew we all loved him from Bocahannes and she was like there to tell us like oh, that's good. That you know, he really in. wasn't that nice. <laughs> like she was gossiping about John Smith. Yeah. Um, hey everybody. Hey. You're listening to Fake Boyfriends with Natalie and Taylor. Wait, should we just, like, jump right into Disney Guys? Because I feel like there's so much to say. Yeah, so let's say, what is what is this podcast? What are we What are we doing? Um, we've been, like, about to do this for a really long time. <laughs> I feel like we've done so many episodes. In like, our minds, yeah. in our texts. So here we are. <laughs> so we're, it took a good, like, hour to figure out the microphones and the recording and the... And we don't know how to do this, so if you're listening and it sounds really bad, <laughs> we don't know what we're doing, so you don't need to tell us that you know more than us about podcasts, because you do, so don't worry. Yeah, don't mansplain it. Don't us. worry. We know that we know that we don't know what we're doing, and it probably sounds weird, but we're going to get better, and we're going to learn. This is going to be awesome. And it's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. I think, I think if we, my thought was if we just, like, like, use, like, Oprah, like, we just already act like it's a (laughs) famous podcast with the secret, like, we just have to live, like, we've been doing, we're, yeah, it's already very successful, and, yeah, and it just will be, people are gonna love it, um, yeah, so the idea for, what's the idea? So, So the idea is, um, we were you know, all growing up, we were kind of fed these ideas of these, like, dreamy tropes of guys yeah. in movies, and sometimes not even, not even characters, like, actual... Like, actors? Yeah. Or, like, just like people? Act- like, James Spader himself, who is actually the person he plays in every role. I oh, think. really? I think. I, I don't, don't know. know. If he's listening to this. He's so consistent. Yeah. I hope he's listening to I know. And if so, like, we would love to have you on the show. There's a lot of noises outside. So, like (laughs) I said, we don't know how to record things, so it might be a little noisy. But, yeah, or just, like, any crushes that we had, and it made you think that, like, oh, dating this kind of guy is, like, that's my dream. That's my, who I'm going to marry. And then you get older, and... It's not like that at all. You find those guys, and it's very disappointing. <laughs> yeah. So, like, okay, so some examples. So what we, like, we we want to have, we don't really know what we're going to do, but we want to have, like, topic, like a, like, a topic of the week. Like, today we're going to talk about James Spader and, like, you know, James Spader as Steph from Pretty in Pink, and then, like, my James Spader crush is Robert California. <laughs> but they're both kind of problematic. <clears throat> So, we're going to talk about it. He's just pretty problematic in every role, I think. Yeah. Okay, so another example would be, like, Aladdin, right? Did you have a crush on Aladdin? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Aladdin was, like, I loved Aladdin. dream. Aladdin was the dream, but then you get in your early 20s, and it's, like, actually not fun to date a homeless guy that is gonna <laughs> is going to pretend he's a prince and lie to you. Like you don't, you don't want that. That's not. 
No, but Even you thought it was really hot. Like you thought that was your dream, and right. then it wasn't. So yeah, just things like that. Some other ideas. I know. I want to talk about uh, every character on the OC. Every character on Sex and the City. Yeah. <laughs> Especially Big and Aiden. Oh my god. Big needs his own episode, I think. Yeah, for sure. That could be a whole, like, series is, like... Yeah, or, like, Roger from Doug. Yeah. I don't think... I I don't think that's a popular one. I think that's, like... Like, we can analyze ourselves for <laughs> being into that. Like, he was clearly a jerk. But I think there's a lot of girls out there that, like go for that kind of bad... I mean, maybe not yeah. consciously. Like I mean, a Danny Zuko leather jacket looking yeah. dude, even though he had green skin. But, yeah, just like a motorcycle... He didn't drive a motorcycle, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah. he, he was a badass. Yeah, maybe when they got older. But he was a jerk, and, like, obviously he was a jerk, and that's the problem. Right. What do what do we not want this podcast to be? That's next on my list of things to talk about. I don't. I mean, I don't want it to be just sitting around bashing du- dudes. No, Although, no, 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 no. <laughs> We're not here. This isn't. Place. This isn't like a men are trash podcast. This is like how trash shaped our <laughs> expectations. <laughs> Yeah. This is how, this is, yeah, this is how, like, the dudes we were fed, like, the fictional characters we were told we were supposed to love. Like, this is our own therapy session. This isn't yeah. about, this is about us. This isn't about them. This <laughs> yeah. is 100% about us. This is totally about us. And we want to know people's suggestions, and we want to know, we want guests on the show. Maybe, like, unlikely crushes. Like, I personally didn't know that Roger Klotz was an unlikely crush. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought he was, like, great. <laughs> no, he was a bully. What else? Also, we don't... It's not limited to just boyfriends. Or not boyfriends, but it's not just limited to boys. It could be girl crushes, too. There's just, like, way more dudes that come to mind... Yeah. ...than anyone else. But we're open to all crushes. So, Nat, who... <laughs> this is Taylor, by the way. <laughs> And this is Natalie. Yeah, in case. I don't know if we sound similar on a microphone. I guess we'll find out. Um, So who were some of your major crushes? Okay. Through the ages. I feel like my childhood was so, like, saturated with crushes that it's, looking back, it's almost kind of sad. Like, how much time I spent dreaming about these, like, fake dudes. Yeah. And what I wanted as a as an adult woman. Um, Wait, do you watch Bob's Burgers? No. Okay, so... I'm gonna have to, like, load up on I really identify with Tina from Bob's Burgers (laughs) because she just has a crush on... There's, like, a quote from it that's, like, can you be in love with 20 people at once? Yeah, dude. Yeah. I still wonder that often. Um, uh, I think Aladdin was, like... I remember Aladdin being huge. I remember Mm -hmm. walking through the halls of my elementary school and like actively seeking out people that I thought looked like Aladdin. <laughs> like you, like, like you look like for I guys was hunting, like was... stealing apples in the cafeteria. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like with like pet monkeys. I pitched to my to the drama people, whoever they were, at one point that we do a musical version of Aladdin, and I be oh Jasmine, God. and I get to pick Aladdin, and they were like, no. <laughs> we're definitely not doing that. But, like, that's something I did. That's, you, you were, like, above setting and it up. Craziness. 
Yeah, I was really, I was like hunting, but like yeah. how how crazy is that? That's I was great. In, like, fourth grade, like hunting for an Aladdin boyfriend. So that was number one. I, I kind of miss the Simba boat, but I think it's important to touch upon the animated animal characters, which is yeah. like very popular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Simba. <clears throat> Simba was like, if I were a lion, that's that's who you want to be with, right? <laughs> yeah. And I realized that like not everyone can wrap their head around this. <laughs> but like, I feel like they can if they let themselves. Well, so had a crush on so Simba, right? I went. I went on. Um, our friends' podcast, Cool Parents, they did our theme song. So, hi, Cool Parents. I went on their podcast before we, when I knew that we were going to do this eventually, I was I wanted to ask their crushes. And we should have them on an episode, too. Yeah. But I asked their crushes, and they were like, you know, Judy Funny, of course, like Lizzie McGuire. But then as soon as I said Tramp from Lady and the Tramp, <laughs> they were like, what? You're into a dog? And I'm like, no, 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 that's not what this is about. This is about, like, this, this is about, like, who can provide for me. This yeah. isn't about, like, like literal attraction. I don't know. You know, they just, yeah. like, couldn't wrap their head around I can't it. Or wrap any, my head around a lot track. of people, I, like, a lot of dudes I've tried to explain it to are like, what? You, you had a crush on a lion? I just, like, like yeah. Were there no, like, female counterparts? I mean, like, Nala. I mean, mean, I think she was... Was nobody crushing on Nala? I feel like I was crushing on Nala because she didn't run away from her problem. She stayed in the, you know, through the the worst of times. Yeah. And she was was hunting for food. And Simba was just lounging. Dare I say she was a babe? Is that weird? No, she was. Oh, so... Have you seen that there's, like, a new Lion King coming out? No. You know who the voice of Nala is? Who? Beyonce. What? Beyonce! <laughs> yeah, isn't that perfect? Yeah. So, yes, like... Wait, who's Simba? Uh, Donald Glover. What? <laughs> Sorry. That's so loud. And, uh, I know, hopefully we're not too loud. I don't... I, I, I don't think I know how to make it quieter, but we're gonna figure it out. I'm just um, trying to stop screaming. I'm sorry. No, that it's okay. Crazy. It's okay. And then at least this is the last I heard. I don't know if there's like an update, but Pumbaa is cast. Uh, they cast Seth Rogen. What? Yeah. I feel like I should pull up. What about? Why don't I pull up the list? What, what I think that's Billy Eichner. Oh my god. From Billy on the it's Street. Insane. I'm gonna look it up. And I, I don't know, I'm not all about a reboot, just because it's kind of like, just let things be great, you know? Yeah. And if Beyonce signed on to something, though, like, she wouldn't sign on to trash. I don't know. Right? Like, she wouldn't sign... I don't have sign a lot of faith in, like... Beyonce? Not in... No, no, no. I don't have a lot of faith in, like, these new reboots, and I'm speaking from a place of hurt and resentment mm. coming from... A wrinkle in time. You did or you didn't or you did? I refuse to see it and I can't. You know, I got really excited about it because I'll just, I'll do anything Oprah tells me to do. Right. And I love Mindy Kaling, Reese Witherspoon's pretty cool. Uh, And I was kind of disappointed. It was like good. Zach Elfnack is also in it? Yeah, he was in it too. Like it was good. I don't know. I I left the movie being like, that was more of a Netflix watch, not a. 
Like, I went to the movie theater to see that. That I, I've, like, really thought about, like, if something was worth going to the movies or <laughs> Yeah. I just feel like, and I know this is off topic, it's not about fake boyfriends. There's literally it's okay. We're, we're probably not going to stay on book. topic. <laughs> okay. But, like, that was one of the first books where I was like, I didn't this read the book, really, that's probably like, why. Oh, I, yeah, man. okay. Okay, okay that's, that that's book probably is why. Like, I just remember being like, my imagination is so much cooler than I thought it was. That just took me down a crazy right? road. It was like drugs, kind of, for kids. And then... Reading. I did not... Yeah. <laughs> I did not need Disney Studios or whoever did that to, like, yeah. give me their version of it. it was but you didn't so, see it? No. Because oh. I saw this, like, weird Time Magazine, like, special edition oh. photo book thing, and it looked so cheesy and horrifying. I, was I like, loved this is the terrible. the hair and makeup were really cool. I appreciated it in the wardrobe. I don't know, it was cool, but I didn't read the book, so that's like the person I hate too. The person that's like, I love Harry Potter, but I don't read the books and I'm like, well, right. you don't love Harry Potter. You love Daniel Radcliffe. Like by the way, different. I've never seen or read Harry Potter. <sighs> oh my gosh. Wait, as a kid I had a crush on Draco Malfoy. That should go on the list too. <laughs> He's the worst <laughs> He's the worst. <laughs> Why? He's okay. the worst. Why did you have a crush on him? Why? I think it was like literally just the actor, not the character. So it wasn't like aspects of his personality that you were. Yeah, I don't think I had a crush on him until like the first movie came out, and I was like, I also I was lucky to be that like age where as the books were coming out, I was the same age as the characters. Oh, you know, yeah. like when they were twelve and thirteen and four. So, like. I, like, I don't know. I think I just had a crush on any boy. That was cute. Yeah. <laughs> and you look back now, and his blonde hair, I could talk about that all day. <laughs> but yeah, he's, like, this, like, weird, like, yellow-orange, like, I colored my hair blonde at home really? color. Like, and then by the, in the studio and everything? Yeah. And then wow. by the eighth movie, it's, like, perfect platinum white blonde, Chris Jenner reboot type of blonde. Oh, so, here's a shitty, like crappy dude crush that was very strong and might still linger. Okay. Um, Trent from Daria. Yep. Um, kind of still is sort of my ideal. Okay. I mean, like... I didn't really watch Daria. That's okay. <gasps> Don't watch it now. Okay. It's really terrible now. And I'm, so, that's probably going to piss people off if it stays part of this episode, <laughs> but, like, I loved Daria, and I really wanted to be Jane. So what was wrong with Trent? Trent was like... Or what was great about Trent? Okay, and now that you look at it... What was great about Trent? Let me count the ways. <laughs> well, first of all, he was tall and skinny, and he was, like, definitely supposed... He was, like, animated to be, like, a hot, starving, like, rock star guy. Oh, which yeah, I okay, I get I it. I love a malnourished yeah. like, asshole. <laughs> um, and he had, like, spiky black you just hair. Wanna, you just want to... You just want to save him. Yeah. <laughs> like, and Daria wanted to save him. Like, it's she's okay. Like, I can so take smart. care of you. I'll get you snacks. Yeah. You know, I'll feed you. So this is the Let me part of Daria. Oh, man. I wish nurse you back to health. You could, you could, like, watch it. So Daria is, like, this, like, super snarky, like, highly intelligent, way beyond her years, like, pissed off girl. Mm -hmm. And she's in love with Trent, her best friend's brother. She, despite all of her awesome traits that, like, should 
put her so far above him. She, like, throws all that away just to, like, chase him around in his shitty van full of, like, pizza boxes. No. And, like, fawning over him. No. And I... I'm, like, looking back at it, and I'm like, ew, Daria, why were you doing that? And then I grew up, and I did the same thing. (laughs) And it sucked, just like it did for her. Yeah. So... That's how it manifests. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> but it, like, never that's goes away. That's what I'm saying. It's, like, about us. Taught. It's about what we did wrong. Yeah. Because we, we watched so much TV. And they were awful. <laughs> I watched so much TV as a kid. Like, I was as pale as snow. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was always inside. Oh, my God. Watching movies Is and there, TV. like, a way we can, like, flash photos of us as kids and I could show... Oh exactly yeah. How there was a good was. <laughs> there was a good like 3 years. And this probably explains like why I had 10,000 crushes cuz I was like such an awkward like like from most of my preteenhood I was like really chubby, really pale and reading Harry Potter like in the dark. <laughs> All summer, all summer. Like my so my cool. mom and stepdad, like had a like they had a boat, and we would go out on the boat. Like I should be living it up, and I was literally below deck reading the newest Harry Potter book, wearing the same Ramones sweatshirt I wore every day for like three years. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I'm in love with everybody. <laughs> I, but I don't want to talk to anyone. Yeah. We probably could have been friends on AIM. Yeah, but, like, yeah, totally on the internet. Yeah. Because, like, I remember what happened in my life. On AOL Instant Messenger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, like, chat room friends. Um, yeah. Don't you wish... I'm sure in the future it'll exist, but don't you wish that... Do you, like, do you have time hop? Do you know about time hop? Yeah. I wish there was time hop, but it could just tell you what your MySpace looked like, <gasps> you know, yes. this day in history. This is what bulletin you were yeah. posting, right? Because I have no idea. Oh my god! Or like, but I know I was so into it, and I was like a coding master. Like, really? I oh could, yeah, because you were like, like yeah. HTML could code a whole page. No idea how to do that That's now. Crazy. Yeah, it's like this whole part of my brain got overwritten by That's new technology. So insane! I remember being in a cab in Boston, and this this friend of mine was sharing the cab and. I, remember, I don't remember what we were talking about, but he turned around and he was like, we are like the MySpace generation. <laughs> I remember this quote and I was like, oh my god. But now we're not. And it makes me kind of sad. What do you mean we're not? I mean, like, it's gone. It doesn't exist anymore. But it still like was Facebook our generation. generation. No, because, like, our parents had, like, you were this generation. And even though those things are gone, it's still, you yeah. know. I don't want to be the Facebook generation anyway. That's, like, old people. Yeah. No offense. I don't think I don't know if a lot of old people are listening to us. Yeah, the old people. My mom's definitely gonna listen to us. She's not like an old person though. She's she's your mom is Chris Jenner. She's not like a regular mom. She's a cool mom. She's gonna be so supportive and listen to us. We 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 should probably definitely have her be a guest. Yeah, she'll be great. Yeah, she might steal the whole show though. Like a mom's perspective. Yeah. Oh, like, like, on us? It was, like, really kind of crazy that you had a crush on a lion, but I just let you do your thing. (laughs) Wait, like, one thing. Okay, this isn't a crush. This is a friendship. (laughs) Um, No, I was going to say one of my favorite, like, my whole family likes to just 
make fun of me through stories of when I was a child, but one of their favorite stories was I had, speaking of John Smith, I had a raccoon stuffed animal that was, like, from that, from Pocahontas, and they like to tell the story of one time I was, like, in my room crying, <laughs> just, like, <laughs> like usual, and, uh, as, usual. as usual, I was, like, a little kid, though, but I was sobbing, and I was talking to the raccoon, and the quote, I don't remember this, but they swear that I was sobbing, it was, like, <laughs> you're the only one that understands me, raccoon. <laughs> And I don't remember it, but they will still talk about it to this day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Then they they have been ever since. Oh my god, life is so cruel. (laughs) So I've always been uh, a tortured soul. Yeah. Well, I think I don't know. Like, is this normal? I mean, I was also that. I mean, my parents didn't have a boat, but I was definitely like (laughs) in the basement and like in the attic all the time, just being weird and. yeah. Avoiding friends. Yeah. Um, but did, like, normal kids have these crushes? I guess we could, like, I think, take like, in my mind, like, normal girls. we should have a call. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we gotta talk to some normal girls. <laughs> yeah. Did you have a crush on Simba, or is it just... I feel like, who did normal girls have crushes on? Like, Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Or just NSYNC. And... Yeah, I can't relate to that, though, at all. Can you? What movie people did they have crushes on? I don't even know. I mean, Who like, cool? Zach Morris is, like, across the board, right? He was, yeah. like, he's up there in the problematic oh, yeah. crush dudes. There's a whole series about Zach Morris's trash. Yeah. That's a good one. But who... I don't even know. I just remember people being obsessed with, uh, like, bands, which... I don't know. I don't have anything bad to say about them. Yeah, I know. And they're, like, real dudes, kind of, I guess, but... Yeah. Um... Well, like who I mean, was on that's people's always posters. bringing it back to James Spader. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know anyone else that loves James Spader as much. Actually, it's great. although, like, I kind of, like, dipped my toes in the James Spader water on the internet, and I got a lot of feedback, and I think a lot of people are just, like, really ashamed of their crush on him. Yeah, okay. it's kind of creepy and horrifying, but that's, like, where I live. Like, I embrace yeah. that. Yeah. For better or worse. So... But, but in those movies, there was always, like, the other dude, and that was, like, before our time. That was, like, when I was a little, little kid. But, like, yeah. what's his name from Pretty in Pink? Like, that was Steph. supposed to be, like, no, not Steph. Oh, uh, Ducky? No. Blaine. 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 <laughs> We're going to talk about Blaine. I have notes about Blaine. So, Blaine, I think, was, like, supposed to be, like, a huge hottie. Yeah, he was, But like, I don't know. He was such a soft boy. Yeah, I don't know. I think Pretty in Pink was a little before my time, but, like, my mom loved all those movies so much, like, I was always watching them, so, like, Breakfast Club, and I was, Sixteen Candles oh was probably my favorite, and Jake Ryan is, like, yeah, J- pretty okay, boring. Yeah, Jake, Jake Ryan, Ryan is really boring. Who gives a shit about Jake Ryan? He's all I remember handsome, last- but he's just, like... Oh, I don't know. She has a crush on me. I guess I'll just leave my girlfriend for this other girl that has a crush on me. I don't know. He just seems like very. Don't, was don't, that don't, even, don't, like, I don't like, even remember his part of the movie except for just like showing up and like. He really didn't speak a lot. Yeah. Which I guess is uh, makes him mysterious, but I don't know. Okay, what about like Breakfast Club? That's full of. Yeah, a variety. That could characters. be a whole episode in itself. 
It's but I actually think that analyzing the mental health of everyone in the Breakfast Club. Yeah, but I actually think that like the most glaringly obvious problematic thing in that isn't even really about a fake boyfriend, but the fact that Ali Sheedy was like obviously super cool. Yeah. I mean, am I crazy? Yeah, but they. <laughs> but then she they was obviously this, like, the coolest. Girl at the end, just to get the guy, and what the hell? Yeah, is that? they were like. We're gonna make her a popular girl when she was the coolest one the whole time. Right. But I think she was kind of like a phony. I think that was like the point they were trying to make was that she would like make up how cool she was. Yeah, I guess. But like, I guess she I was still too. cool. Yeah. And then they were like, "Look, we're gonna brush your hair, and now you can date an athlete." Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Um, it's not that easy. <laughs> so I'm it's not that easy, you. and you probably don't want to do that. Yeah, I need to rewatch these because there's so many like messed up dudes. Also, Charlie Sheen. And oh my gosh. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's he's all a Roger Klotz. He's a Roger yeah, Klotz. Yeah, he is. And I it's was like, literally I don't even all, remember the rest of this movie. It's all the dudes so in a leather jacket yeah. that really don't say a lot and are just so troubled. And like, they probably really aren't, you know? Like, right. like their dad's probably a lawyer. <laughs> Yeah. But they, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's like, I don't know, that was my path. I loved Jennifer Grey in that movie. Yeah, she's She's so great. I love her. Or Dirty Dancing. We could talk about Dirty Dancing and Swayze. Oh, Swayze. We should, maybe we could have like a movie club. Everyone watch this movie because we're going to talk about it. Yeah, we should do that. Right? Yeah. Fake Boyfriends Movie Club. Totally. All right, that's on the list. Let's get back to Pretty in Pink, because I have some notes. <laughs> I'm a big notes user. I'm a big list maker. And so this is a list called Problems with Ducky Dale. <laughs> Good God. I'm so, so excited to be talking about this. So I watched, I watched Pretty in Pink a couple weeks ago, and it used to be, like, one of my favorites. And I still really like it, but I remember, like, even maybe, like, four or five years ago, I loved Ducky Dale. I loved him. I was like, that's the dude she's got to be with. Like, he's so great. He loves her. He's so funny. And now I look at it and I'm like, she doesn't like you, dude. Move on. Yeah. And I I have no patience. I have no tolerance for him anymore. And I think I like... I think I went through a time where I liked... Like, I was, like, in love with the guy that was, like oh, but she's just my friend. Like, she's never gonna... Like, the Jim Halpert complex of, like, mm-hmm. I'm in love with her, but we're friends. Like, that was my dude. <laughs> that oh, was... God, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, when you're in a situation like that, it really doesn't work out like a movie. <laughs> no. At all. It's just weird. And then you have a weird friendship. Yeah, because in the movie, they get to cut out all the parts where the guy acts like a psycho asshole. Yeah. Except in Pretty in Pink, they didn't even cut that out. In Pretty in Pink, he fully just ghosts her. her. Oh, no, wait, no, I'm thinking of Blaine. Yeah. Blaine just I mean, they're ghosts all shitty her. in Pretty in Pink. <laughs> yeah, even her dad. <laughs> all the guys in that movie <laughs> are just dad. the worst. God. Like, her dad's nice, but it's just all about, like, you know. Is he a nice his... guy, or is he a guy that's nice? No, he's a, he's a guy that's nice, but it's like, get it together, dad. Like, yeah. Like, I your mean, I get it. Taking care of you. Your daughter's taking care of you, and like, it's okay if you're a little depressed right now. But you have a kid. You gotta get up and make breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> don't have a kid if you're you need to be on the couch all the time. I I need to be on the couch a lot. And I don't have a kid. 
I mean, for that reason. Yeah, and I understand why Andy was so appealing to all yeah. these men because she, she was, was so an cool. independent woman, and she was cool, and she was sewed her own clothes. But they were none of them deserved her. Yeah, she was so cool. So well, yeah. So I loved Ducky Dale, and then I just got so furious watching him recently. So some notes that he was just hanging out with her dad, like without her even knowing that was like in a scene like he just yeah he's like just hanging out with her dad talking about her and just like i mean maybe he is like he's like trying to live the secret and just like manifest this relationship with her but she like makes it clear throughout the whole thing like that she's not into him yeah but she's still being his friend obligated to her presence and her relationship because he likes her which is so gross. And yeah. And so there's a scene where she's talking to Blaine, and she's like, oh my god, Blaine. And he breaks into the record store. <laughs> so the alarm would go off. So it's, like, clear that he is just very petty. Like, I feel like I would be friends with Ducky Dale, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, and I would I would just watch him being so petty and so, to other people, though, you know? Like, totally. I think he is really funny, but... He just, yeah. And then you think he's this nice guy, but one of his first lines in the movie is he's, like, talking to other girls in the hallway, like, asking if he can get them pregnant. Oh, my God. Do you remember that? No. It's like, I need to rewatch I don't, this. Yeah, I know. so horrifying. I don't remember the exact <laughs> quote, but it was like, hey, ladies, how would you like to be pregnant by the end of the semester or something like that? Oh, my God. Yeah, he's not a nice guy. Like, he's just, ugh. And he just, he stalks her. I wrote think she owes him her love yeah um and there's a scene where he's leaving her messages and he's like hey it's ducky it's 510 hey it's ducky it's 515 call me back he left five messages in half an hour i counted 30 minutes five messages and then he once she goes on, on a date with blaine he just like completely ignores her at the bar like fully just turns around and pretends he doesn't see her Ugh. <laughs> Ew, and then also, like... And he's of, supposed to be the, like, underdog. Yeah. And so uh-uh. my question is, watching this, are, are like, these underdog guys in real life, 80s underdog guys, watching that and thinking, oh, oh my God. girls love Ducky in real life. I should act like him. Do you think there's, like, a whole, like, other side of this that's, like, dudes that saw dudes on TV yes. and were like, that's how I'm supposed <gasps> to act? Yes! <gasps> Oh, God. Wow. The web. Wow. We need to get some guys on here. Yeah. Because we really need to hear their opinion on things. But, like, do they... They can yeah. explain it can to us. Please. <laughs> no, but really, we do. <laughs> yeah. We want to hear how this, how this character affected you. And so what else in Pretty in Pink? I mean, Blaine. I'm saving stuff for last. Oh, God. Okay, so Blaine is... Blaine is actually nice. He's just, like... Until he just all of a sudden ghosts her. And I don't remember, like, a moment happening where he was like, oh, okay, I gotta not hang out with her anymore because she's poor. And he just, like, stops answering her phone calls. Like, that was, a that was like, a 2018 ghost. Yeah. And then... And was it... It was prompted, though, by um, Steph, like, hounding him about spending time with her, right? Yeah. Steph just kept... Well, so at the beginning, we see... Steph going to talk to her and he was he we find out that he's always been into her 
and she just turns him down because she's super cool and he's a piece of garbage. Yeah. And it, it makes him crazy. It makes him, like, because every other girl's into him, so he has to just, like, destroy her because she's not into him. And so he destroys their, their relationship with Blaine. But Blaine should, shouldn't, like, he's his own person, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Is he, though? Yeah. And then the scene, I think I have it. I think I literally have it on DVD. Maybe we should plug it in. It's right there. <laughs> I don't know that I have a DVD player. But yeah, you should pull out the... Just hold it. Yeah, just to check out the images on it. But then um, the scene where she's wait- he doesn't return her phone calls all weekend. And then the scene where she waits for him outside of class. And she's like, what about prom, Blaine? What about prom, Blaine? And she starts screaming at him in the hallway. What about prom? Um, and he's just like, I forgot. And he like spits out three different lies. Um, okay, so if we can get real, I texted you about this when I was watching it. Oh, yeah. And I had like a buried memory. Like, <laughs> I like, like when something traumatic happens to you and your brain just like forces you to forget that it happened. Oh my God, I, you get ghosted? Is that, like, does that count as like being triggered? <laughs> Yeah, I think so. I suddenly remembered, and I sudden I was watching that, and I suddenly remembered that my high school boyfriend broke up with me the week of prom, and it was like, what about prom? <laughs> when oh she was yelling god. that, I was like, oh my god, this happened to me, and um, like it's fine, I'm I'm fine, guys, <laughs> it's it's fine, and I yeah, he broke up with me. I don't even remember how long we were dating, but it was like a year, and I was like, fif- a year. I, don't, I was like fifteen, so that's like a lifetime, uh, right? Yeah, that's like a long term. That's like that's like the end, yeah. And then he went to prom with someone else, and it was this girl that like that suddenly wanted to be my friend out of nowhere, and I was like, mm, okay, new friend. And then she just like actually wanted to date my boyfriend, and they went to prom, and I found out about it on MySpace. <gasps> And my art teacher was like, are you okay? Because she was, like, a chaperone at it. And I was like, wait, what? Why? And I, like, found out about it oh that way. God. I know. And then, yeah. But I'm fine. Are you <laughs> but fine? I, I'm fine. Okay. I truly <laughs> forgot about it. I truly, for, like, completely forgot about it till I was watching that. And I'm like, oh, that would be awful to be, like, dumped right before prom. <gasps> Holy shit. And my trauma was brought up. And I honestly don't really think about it at all and I have this one (laughs) I have this one friend and he's amazing and we should have him on the show but he keeps like we've been friends since like fifth grade but he will never forgive this guy (laughs) is he ducky no he's not a ducky at all he's he's a beautiful drag queen oh yeah 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 (laughs) um and he will never forgive this guy. I don't know if I should put this in the podcast because I don't want to just, like, throw shade on him for throwing shade on someone else. But anytime we've, like, run into him, like, later, like, this is literally over ten years ago. But anytime we've run into him, he's like, remember that time? Like, oh, my God, I'll never forgive him. I hate him. You want me to, like, say something weird to him? And he's, like, always ready to fight for me. And I'm like, I literally don't even remember See, that's I don't remember anything about this guy's life or that's anything. That's what Ducky should have been doing instead of being yeah. himself. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's how you act like a real friend. Right? 
yeah, but Pretty in Pink totally unearthed some uh, wow. 15-year-old trauma in me. <laughs> um, Isn't that dark? That is dark. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm really sharing. Um, He's probably not going to listen have, to like, this. Did you, <laughs> I hope he is, though. Also, oh, like, we're cool now. Be. We're friends now. It's fine. <laughs> did you have, like, a Steph in there? No. I just really want to bring it back to Steph. I'm just kidding. No. I mean, it was just, like, girls that were mean to me, but it's fine. Yeah. So, yeah, back to Steph. Steph's problem is that he, is that she's not into him. I don't know, though. I don't think Steph made me, like, shaped me in any way, you know? Yeah. Like, I I wasn't really ever into a dude that wasn't into me, because if a dude wasn't into me, I was like, oh, well, you're just wrong, so I don't like you. I don't like wrong people. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't like wrong people. I don't have a crush on an idiot. <laughs> um, I think I, actually, my crush on Steph was retroactive and only came after, like, like a different, uh, a spader crush that, like, bloomed from a different place. And then I went oh, back okay. and, like, did a spader, like, movie marathon and was like, I don't care how terrible he is. I love him. Okay, so what was your, like, first character of James Spader that made you love him? Um, I think that, well, he's not very lovable in most roles that he's played. <laughs> so, um... False. Robert California is so lovable. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about him. Oh my him. god. Yeah, I mean, like, this crush continues, because, like, I mean... What about um, Ultron? I don't know. I don't know about Ultron. That's, like, just his voice, right? Yeah. I love his voice, so, like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, okay, so the secretary, or secretary, whatever. I feel like that was a... Did you see that movie? No, but okay. I think I think you told me about so it. So that but, but spader role. Tell the listeners. Okay. All of, all of them, all so of you out there. That, <laughs> There's definitely so more than guys, ten. That spader role... <laughs> was a little different because I feel like he's always kind of had this creepy air and that's his thing, right? Like he's kind of like a super assertive, kind of like a little bit intimidating yeah, and like kind of manipulative, sexy thing going on. He's kind but of also predatory like, though. He's predatory he's and scary. he's terrible. He's a terrible person in almost every role he plays. Okay. He's almost always like a wealthy, privileged like he, someone, yeah. I saw somewhere someone was like, he's the original Donald Trump, and I was like, holy shit, that kind <laughs> oh, of like no. ruined my crush for me a little bit, but nothing really can touch it. He always kind of has that role in every movie, so, which leads me to believe that he's kind of like that in real life. But mm-hmm. who knows? Um, but in Secretary, he was a little bit more like, I don't know, he was like slightly emasculated. He's kind of mm-hmm. like he's older and a little bit sadish. Just kind of like awkward and creepy and not in not such a sexy way mm-hmm. um, until like later in the movie and then he like comes into himself and becomes like the creepy sexy dreamboat that I've always wanted. This is just like this sounds like Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, it's gross. It is. It kind of is. Um, I haven't seen that movie. I refuse to. Or yeah, you don't need to. I One feel time, like, it's like that kind of. One time I. I fell asleep watching HBO. I don't even remember what it was, but I just, like, if I fall asleep without the TV on, I'll have, like, night terrors and sleep paralysis. So I fell asleep with, like, HBO on, and I woke up, and Fifty Shades of Grey was on, oh, and God. I was so upset. Yeah. I was, it was the most upsetting thing to wake up oh. to at 3 a.m. 
Actually, the funny, weird link, and I guess I should probably watch that movie if I'm going to talk about this, but people often, like, compare Secretary and Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, really? Because, like, bondage and role play is, like, featured heavily in both of them, and apparently, like, Secretary is, like, a better representation of that. I don't really know. Um, this is, like, a whole different yeah, that's podcast. Yeah, that's a whole different <laughs> podcast. And I have nothing really to say about it. These are about wholesome <laughs> garbage crushes. <laughs> well, there's nothing wholesome about Spader. Except in, like, Stargate. I haven't seen him in He's Stargate, He's, like, a no. scientist with, like, shaggy hair. He's beautiful. But is also... That, is that the picture you sent of him where he has, like, does he have a mustache in that? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's got like glasses. He's like a, he's supposed to be like a nerd, but like his role as like the Steph guy is so deeply embedded in who he is that I feel like watching Stargate, I'm just like, what am I even watching? Like you're so it's such a joke to watch him try to be like a wholesome like <laughs> scientist guy. I'm like, so when are you gonna like turn the creep on? Like what's yeah. gonna happen here? Wait, but trying. I think Secretary started it for me, and then I like went back and watched all these other '80s movies, and he's like the same guy in every movie. He's like a drug dealer. He got tons of money. He's scary, and like all these random like strange women on the internet agreed with me. I don't know who they are, but like, so yeah, that's where it started for me, and it just kind of blossomed, and then it turned into Robert California, and I actually like had to stop myself from skipping through the office. To get to the Robert California oh, episodes really? because I was like that deep no. in a spare hole and it was so gross. Most people agree that once Michael leaves, the office is trash. But I mean, this is also a whole separate podcast. But I have like an office <laughs> problem. Like it's so embedded in my brain. Like I've fallen asleep watching The Office f- since 2007 every night. <laughs> Yeah. Every night. So I I listen to it while I sleep. It's like so deeply just carved into my brain. <laughs> Are there Okay, so And I appreciate any... it after Michael leaves. I mean, it's not the same at all, but you got to give it a chance because everyone else is still pretty good. Yeah. It's not an unbiased opinion coming from me cuz I just love the office so much. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, Robert California. Well, first, what did you think of Joe? Kathy Bates' character. Oh, oh my god, I forgot about her. Right? She was awesome. She could be a whole crush. Yeah. She, yeah, she was, like, a crush and someone that I, like, I have this weird... Like, I want to be her. Yeah, I want to be her, too. And I feel like I also love Jan. Yeah, I like, love I Jan. Jan. she's an awful woman, but, like... Is she, though? Or did know. Michael gaslight her? <laughs> That's my theory. Yeah. I, love, I love that theory. I love Michael, but Michael broke Jan. I think he did break Jan. I think he, he really broke did. I am obsessed with Jan. That could be she's Jan could be her own episode. Yeah. Um because she's like Jan is a man. I wanna talk about Jan and Hunter, her oh, secretary. Yeah. Um I feel like that was like so under the radar and I was like just yeah. waiting for it to become more of a topic. No, it's just kind of, kind of like a on, running. I was like, what? Yeah. I mean, wait, no, we should get back to Joe, but the I want to say about Jan, I mean, Dinner Party is probably my favorite episode of the whole series. Yeah. I think it's the best episode. But I think I love it so much because I had, for a, a period of time, uh, a stepmom that was a lot like Jan in that episode. What? And the whole... 
it's like so different in the office than it is in their home and their dynamic in their home it I was living for it because I was like this is real I lived through this <laughs> when when she has like her workroom and her office and she makes the candles and one and she's oh my like God. sometimes when I get stressed out I just come up here and smell my candle <laughs> She's so, like, grossly relatable and a bunch of different She's so relatable. And she's just spending all this money. And, oh, my God. I'm obsessed. I could talk about that episode. Wait, does Jan Jan, and Robert California ever, like, meet? No. Because, like... She's long gone by then. Yeah. Like, the marriage of those two things is, like what I want my life to be. We could ship which is them. very problematic, by the way, for throwing that word around. They, oh man. I mean, what if Robert like, California is her sperm donor? That could be a wow. theory. This is, these are all notes for the Office podcast oh that God. I'll start for people that don't watch the Office. I won't take up all the time, <laughs> but you should check it out. I don't know if you've heard of it. But yeah, back to I want to be Joe. I love Joe. Yeah, she's amazing. She was amazing. When she says something that's like, "You get to be the most powerful woman by working hard or marrying rich," and I did both. Like, yeah. yes. Yes, you did. That's what I want. <laughs> I want to be the most powerful woman in Tallahassee. I do too. And so Robert California convinces her to give him her job, and he just like does nothing. He does nothing. He, he just kind of tricks everyone. Anything. And, oh my gosh. I love when we get to see his house. Do you remember that episode? Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Also, that episode is weirdly triggering because I feel... <laughs> Have you I been to like, that house? I feel like I've been to that house and I've been the Gabe. A guy that's gone. I've been Gabe at the end of the night. <laughs> so many times. Oh my god. Um, and I was like, oh god, that's why I don't party like that anymore, but... um. Yeah. <laughs> I've definitely had that experience on, like, more than one occasion. Yeah. And it was, like, it was kind of, yeah, it was a little disturbing to watch, but I was, like, yeah. at the same time, I, I know why they just kept, you know, he's even passed out, disgusting, wasted. He's robbing California, and he's, I want to party there, too. Yeah. I mean, that house For was amazing. <laughs> I don't know. I just love that we got to see his house and him being, like, so sad about it all, going through his divorce. I know, I actually kind of, like, could have done without the, like, the realness of that, like, emotional turmoil yeah. for him. I was like, yeah. oh, God, like, you're having a real... Breakdown. You're not, like, completely in control of your terrible emotions at all times. Like, this yeah. is really not hot to me. It's not attractive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're, like, not a complete monster. Forget it. Yeah, this is over. That's terrible. I know. That's I don't terrible. Know, but there's, like, this whole article um i read a couple years ago and i reference frequently when people come to me with concern about my love of james spader Mm -hmm. um and it touched upon like why he is like a perfect crush and how how many people have secret crushes on him yeah and why he's so perfect for that because he kind of he is dangerous his his roles are like a dangerous hot guy yeah that's also kind of like implied that he could like ruin your life but he yeah. never quite does it except in less than zero which is like we should do a movie club for that thing, i mean he's like a straight up predator yeah 
But if, but he's, all, if it's but like if he's actually kind his, of willing, which is well, no, kind of weird. In the characters he plays, it's like, oh, he's just like a quirky, weird guy. But like that guy in real life, right, is a full predator. Yeah. Like, that guy in don't, real life is Don't go to terrifying. a party at that guy's house. Don't get in... Like, when he gives Aaron a ride home uh, from the Christmas party. Yeah. Super nice of him. And he just, like, makes sure that she got home okay. And so then he went home. Are you watching, like... I was so stressed her, her out because died. I know in real life that's not what happens. Don't let your creepy boss bring you home. Yeah. <laughs> don't let a guy like that bring give you a ride home. But it was totally fine in the show, and, like, I think that's the problem. That's, like, that's what the podcast yeah. is about. You're like, oh, like, that weird Like, it's dude. cool to have a crush on this creepy, hot, like, kind of shitty guy. But don't, if you don't meet him in real life. life, you shouldn't let him give you a ride home. <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. as soon as you get in the car, you your chances of living go down to, like, 10%, or maybe that's kidnapping. Yeah. I mean, but, yeah. you never know. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Yeah, I think that's, like, that's really it right there. Yeah. Um, Do we have any other dudes to talk about? Well, so, just to balance it out, because we don't just want to complain and be negative, we want to balance it out with a segment we call Good Boy of the Week. For whom do we pine when things are looking bleak? Our best interests in mind, he's the... Good boy of the week is we want to find an example, a good example, a good role model, just a, a prime example. A good guy. So what are just a couple ideas? Doesn't have to be like your nomination. A classic good guy to me is Corey Matthews. Yeah. I mean, and the whole thing is like, Corey Matthews is actually the good guy. Like that's who you want to marry, but you're in love with Sean. Right. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you, you probably are. shouldn't marry Sean, you know, uh, it's gonna be... Sean is Aladdin, and Sean is... <laughs> Roger Klotz? Yeah, Roger No, Klotz, Sean no, is Sean not. is nice, he's not Roger Klotz, but yeah. Uh, yeah, we could dedicate a whole episode to Sean Hunter. He's kind of a, um, a Trent, I mean... It's my dream to have him as a guest on the podcast one day. Oh, who who's, like, ultimate list of guests to have on the show? Who would you want to have on the show? Well, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Jonathan Taylor Thomas, for sure. JTT. As a child, my my plan, my life plan, was to marry him and be Taylor Taylor Thomas. <laughs> oh <laughs> and it didn't work out. so goal-oriented. <laughs> I know. I told you I'm a list maker. I love it. And then if that didn't work out, I was going to marry Taylor Hansen. And we'd be Taylor and Taylor Hansen, and we'd name all of our children Taylor. It didn't work out either, but I'll, I could talk about the Hansen brothers. I've been to a lot of Hansen concerts. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, wait, Maybe, can you catch up on that just for a second? Yeah, I think, well, so the, the troubling part is I've seen Hansen more times as an adult than when, when they were in their prime, when they were wow. at the height of popularity. <laughs> yeah. They play... Like, how many times are we talking? I saw them once when they were, like, bop, like, they were, like, on top of the world. And that was... I think that might have been my first real concert. And then... Freak the fuck out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
But, like, everyone liked Zach because he was, like, the cute, like, drummer. But, like, I really loved Taylor because he could play piano and we had the same name. And... Wait, was Zach the youngest? Yeah, Zach was the youngest. And Taylor was the middle one? Yeah, and then Isaac was the oldest. I thought everybody liked Taylor. Maybe they did. I don't know. But I was, like, Zach's age. So maybe, like, everyone in my grade liked Uh, Zach, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And so, uh, yeah. And then they had, like, a comeback a couple years later eight years later. I don't know. I'm not going to Google it. I'm not going to look it up, but, uh, yeah. And they had like new music come out and my mom would take us to the con, like, you know, all the cool concerts. She was like a cool mom. So she took us to see Hanson when we were like a little older and they had like their comeback and it was amazing. And Frankie Muniz was there. Just side note. Just he, out he was like, friends with them. What? And yeah. And he, you could tell that he was just like, not as, uh, I don't know. He seemed very uh, jaded by being a child star. Like, was he on drugs? No, I think he was just like, people were so excited to see him, and he was just like, ugh. And it's like, why are you on tour with Hanson if you don't want to see excited (laughs) people? But I remember, I remember when we caught sight of him, because we would, my mom would always, like, so many mom points, she would always take us to wait by their trailer to like get their autograph oh my god and we saw frankie muniz and i remember my mom like shouting across the parking lot and pointing look it's agent cody banks (laughs) (laughs) and other people were like it's malcolm in the middle and he he just had a look on his face that was like i hate my life oh god because everyone is just like malcolm in the middle yeah but my mom was oh like, it's Asian Cody Banks. You have to get your mom on here. Yeah, she she will not hesitate to be a guest on our show. <laughs> She'll be so excited. Um, but yeah, anyways, and then we saw them pretty much like every year. Because they would always play at the Hampton Beach Casino. That's right. Which, if we have any listeners that aren't local, <laughs> how would you explain the Hampton Beach Casino? Uh... It's like a sad... First of all, it's not a casino. No. It's a beach venue at, like, not the greatest beach. It's not the number one beach available in the area. I think it probably was maybe, like, 28 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. It's really hot, cool. So they would always play there. (laughs) And we saw them just so many times, but... They always play Mbop. Uh, yeah, usually they do, and they all cut their hair, and they're still super hot, but they all have, like, ten kids. <laughs> they have so many children, they're all married with so many kids. That's so I'm like, oh, my Taylor, my Taylor and Taylor dreams are just smashed, it's gone. Should we get, like, a, like, a bop magazine, or, like, <gasps> and just, like, flip through? Yes. I bet we could get that online. That Maybe we have some listeners that... Are like former editors of Bop Magazine. Don't touch anything. Also, like, I feel like we need to maybe touch, like, do a whole entire Leonardo DiCaprio episode. Oh, yeah. Because, like, a lot lot to cover there. (laughs) Oh, my God, yeah. I mean, yeah, like, I I can't even think of just one to focus on because well, there's I mean, so like, many. Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, for sure. But like, 
Honestly, Dude, at what's all he ages. Grief? Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay, my it. inner monologue was literally just like, I probably shouldn't say what's eating Gilbert Grape. Yeah. <laughs> That's I know. what I, I wanted to I was say. Like, just, we're all friends here. And yeah, we're all friends here. I'm like, to bet that more than just us. Or Johnny Depp. We could talk about Johnny Depp. Oh, God. Wait, 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 wait. Well, let's get back to sure. Good Boy of the Week. Oh, yeah. So there's not a lot of material there. So <laughs> sorry, good boy of the week. So we wanna what we wanna do is nominate. We're each gonna bring one to the table, and then we wanna put it on our Instagram for people to pick like who who they think is better. Right? Yeah. Is that the plan? I don't know. We'll figure it out when we get there when we post it. But that's the plan. Yeah, I think that's a good plan. So and then I had like a real life good boy of the week thing happened to me that I wanted to share. Please do. So, I don't think it can be a nomination because no one else is going to know who he was. So did I tell, I don't remember if I told you about this. So, um, I was at the airport two days ago. Um, I was at LAX and first of all, side note, do you ever think about when you're at an airport that's like a big airport like that? Do you ever think about like, who's like your dream to run into? Oh, yeah. Like, somebody that's not famous enough to have their own private jet, but, like, just famous enough to be excited about. Like, who's your ultimate airport crush that you could, like, you know, be on the same flight as and lose your mind? I have to think about this one. Um... One, Well, one time I had a dream that I ran into Jonathan Van Ness from Queer Eye at the airport. And I think I, I think I literally fell asleep listening to his podcast, so that's probably why he was in my dream, but I felt, I had a dream that I ran into him, and I woke up, and, like, I couldn't tell if it was a dream or not, and then when I realized that I didn't meet him, I, like, almost cried. Yeah. <laughs> like, I could make myself cry thinking about meeting him, because I love him so much, and he's a national treasure. He is a national treasure. He's... Do you think he has his own jet? I think he probably does by now, don't you think? probably there's probably a queer eye jet and they deserve it and i want my tax dollars to go to it (laughs) um they're amazing that's he's on my dream list of people to have on the podcast because he's an amazing he's an amazing podcaster amazing like he's an amazing person like i i can't even talk about him too much because i'll just cry about how wonderful he is but that's in my list of someone to run into at the airport that's a really good one and totally possible yeah i feel like I don't know. Like, I don't really know a lot of celebs, and I, like, don't look around. I am, like, very, like, looked down at the airport, so it would have to be someone like Shaq I do, too, yeah. Which, by the way, <laughs> would be Shaq. really awesome. <laughs> He's probably not And just... he might be a good boy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm totally going he off, seems like, like a good the expression dude. on his face in, like, gifts that I you see. You know, we don't see a lot in the news about Shaq, and that's what makes me think he's probably a good dude. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Also, one one uh, nomination was Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He's, he's like, the boy. standard. Yeah, he's, like, for everyone to measure themselves against. Yeah. So that's an idea. Oh, wait. So I was telling a story. Sorry. <laughs> I forget. <laughs> that's pretty much what this whole podcast will be. It's like, oh, I forgot I was telling a story. Um, So I got to the airport. Um, my flight was at 11, but I was, like, with people that had to leave a little earlier. Basically, I got to the airport at, like, 7 in the morning, and my flight wasn't until 11, and I was like, okay, I'll just find something to do. And I sit down, and there's this 
sweet, this the sweetest, cutest old woman was next to me, and she's like, keeps looking at her, you know, paper ticket. She printed it out at home. She keeps looking at it, and she looks like I almost asked her if she needed help, but then she like started to call her friend. And she has her friend on full speakerphone, but held up to her ear. So oh my God. I heard the whole conversation. And she she was like, well, I, I thought that my flight was at 9 a.m., but it's at 9 p.m. Oh, no. I know. I was so upset for her. And, she's, and you can hear her friend is on full speaker. She was like... Donna, you do this every time. <laughs> and she had, like, she had a really thick Boston accent, <laughs> And she was like, you do this every time. And she's like, I know. I just, I guess I'm just going to hang out here all day. And my first thought was, like, why didn't the person that checked her in notice that yeah. she's there, like, 14 hours early? <laughs> like, can't you, I feel like they don't even let you check in that early like let you like go through TSA that early anyways she's like calling her friend and she's like I guess I'm gonna be there at six in the morning not six at night and like she was all like upset about it I'm like but I didn't want to just like interrupt her phone call and then she calls her grandson who I want to nominate for good boy of the week (laughs) she calls her grandson and she's like I just feel so stupid I came here early and he's like no, Grammy, don't don't say that. Like, lots of people do that. Don't even worry about it. It's like a comment. And she's like, I don't know. I just feel so bad. I feel so dumb. Like, blah, blah. And she's like beating her. And he's literally like, don't beat yourself up. Like, And he just gave her the greatest pep talk and was so sweet to her. And he was like, you can go to one of the lounges. I'll, like, give you my... Uh, you know member number to go hang out at one of the airport lounges and he's like talking her through all of it and taking such good care of her and I was I was literally like I wish that I was here all day so I could just be like hey you want to hang out yeah (laughs) like hang out with her because she was like clearly so like freaked out to be in the airport and um and then my flight got delayed and I was there all day and could have hung out with her but she was long gone but yeah and exactly where she was yeah. She's in the lounge. <laughs> she was in the lounge and I did not have access to it. And um yet, once this podcast takes off, we're yeah. definitely gonna get access to airport lounges. But <laughs> but her and it was just so loud, it was not even normal speakerphone. It was like extra loud. And I literally like took out my phone to record it because it was the most wholesome, like sweetest moment. And I, like, wanted to post it, but I'm like, no, I don't want, like, the internet to, like, make fun of her. Like, the internet's not going to see how wholesome this is. Yeah. Also, I'm pretty sure it's illegal to just, like, straight up record someone and... Is it? <laughs> I don't know. I guess it's not. It happens all the time. But I was like, oh my gosh, I should I should put him giving her a pep talk on our podcast. Yeah. But I would love to it's hear probably it. not okay to do without their permission. <laughs> but it was just so oh, sweet man. and he was wonderful. Was he, like, a young voice? He sounded mid-twenties. Oh, and then he started talking about... They were on the phone for a long time. Then everyone in the airport could hear their conversation. Because she was, like, shouting to him, too. He was saying that him and... Him and, I don't know, like, his wife or girlfriend or someone was going to Rome. And she was just like, You're going to Rome for work? And he's like, No, like... 
people just go to Europe because they want to. And she's like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. You know, I just worry. I just worry. And he's like, not no, Grammy. Like, people just go because they like it. And she's like, well, I don't know. I mean... How do you even know what to where to go or what to eat? I don't know. She just listed all of these things that were wrong with traveling, and he's like, "No, we're gonna go to Rome." <laughs> she was trying to talk him out of it, and uh, it was just so sweet. And he was just, yeah, it was so listening. great. And then she she took off, and I was like, "Oh, wish we could hang out, Donna." If you're out there listening. Was her name Donna? I'm pretty sure that was her name because her friend was like, Donna! <laughs> oh, yeah. You do this all the time. You gotta check the times, whether it's a.m. or p.m. Oh, poor lady. She's probably I, local. She, she probably is listening. She had a Boston accent. Maybe she is listening. But yeah, she... <laughs> She was like, I'm just so embarrassed. And it's like, you wouldn't have to be embarrassed if you weren't, like, shouting about it on speaker. Oh, I bet she didn't even know she was on speaker. I know. Like. She was so, that was, because I was, like, I was, like, grumps about me being there, like, earlier than I meant to be. And then when I saw her situation, I was like, I'm fine. (laughs) I need to stop feeling sad for myself. (laughs) Friggin' Donna's gonna be here all day. Friggin' Donna's gonna be here all day. Yeah, because I don't know if she was visiting L.A. or Boston. I don't know. Yeah, like, even if you live in L.A., it's not like, you probably don't live close enough, so just go back home. Right, yeah. L.A.'s huge. And, like, what was she doing in L.A.? Or what is she doing in Boston if she doesn't live there? I I really wanted to get to know her, but she wandered off. She was great. So what's your good boy of the week? Yeah, I guess Donna's grandson is my good boy of the week. Donna's grandson. I hope he has a great time in Rome. He deserves it. My nomination, well, this is kind of a joint nomination. I think we kind of agreed upon Paul Rudd together. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, love Paul Rudd. Rudely, well, I I guess not rudely, but I was kind of stunned by um, a reaction that was not so wonderful about Paul Rudd. But uh-huh. is it about Paul Rudd or one of Paul Rudd's characters? It's about Paul Rudd's character. Think about Lewis. all of Paul Rudd's amazing characters that cancel yeah. that one out. I know. And to be honest, like, I know that the Clueless character is, like, that's valid. He mm-hmm. was, like, creeping on his sister. It's made clear that they, like, didn't, like, grow up together. Like, that was, like, his mom's husband's daughter, not, like, his sister. Right. At least that's what it seems. Although I will say it was kind of ambitious to, like write that into yeah. the plot and try to like normalize it like oh my like, god totally I chill. love Josh Josh that's his name Josh yeah and like and you don't really see that coming throughout the movie it was kind of out of nowhere did you yeah. see it coming I no. feel like it was just she was mad that her friend liked him and then she was like I must like him yeah. but Paul Rudd has made up for that so much Paul Rudd is the best yeah so yeah I guess that's I don't know can I I feel like that's your nomination no that's your nom. that can be your nomination I mean, we can agree on them. I also, like, might never be able to come up with another good boy ever again, so... No, you will, because once you start looking for them, you'll see them. You'll find them. Because I feel like the topic of this podcast has been so laden in my life that, like, I don't know how to look for a good boy of the week. That's, well, we, like, we that's don't want to just problem, focus on the bad, you know? Like, know. you'll find good things if you look for them. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. Wait, yeah, but Paul Rudd reminds boy. me... We should start a fake boyfriend's Twitter. 
Yeah. And what makes me think of that is my friend, Eggie, um, who is just, like, a great movie reviewer on Twitter anyways, always will post uh, these Paul Rudd posts that just say, like, just in case you needed a little Rudd love, <laughs> and oh, it's like man. a Paul Rudd gift, and it just always makes my day when he posts those. <laughs> um, I need to follow... I actually need to... We need should like a have good... a Twitter just to retweet those, and, and more things. Totally. I was actually dreaming about our Twitter on the way, because for some reason Twitter has been, like, this world I can't, like, tap into for yeah. some reason. I don't know why. It's like... Yeah. I just never, like, got it, but I'm ready. Yeah, we could do it. We're on Instagram though, so yeah, everyone go fake follow us. Friends Club. Go follow us on Instagram. We're called Fake Boyfriends Club. And vote between Donna's grandson, Donna's grandson. and Paul Rudd. <laughs> I think maybe could you draw Donna's grandson yeah. for us? Okay, because yes, I, I don't have a photo ready. I bet if I asked Donna though, she probably had a photo in her wallet of him. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'll try to like think of all the things that don't appeal to me currently and put that in a cute guy. He probably looks just like Paul Rudd. Yeah. Probably. He probably was Paul Rudd. She was probably visiting... Oh my god. She was probably visiting her grandson, Paul Rudd. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, it's fine, Grammy, I go to Rome all the time because I'm Paul Rudd and I can do whatever I want. Yeah. Wow. That would really bring it all together. Yeah, we would never have to podcast again. Yep. It would just... But we have so much more to cover. We have so much more oh, to share. So much more. Um, so tell us what you guys, uh, want to nominate. Who were your crushes that kind of, kind of messed you up a little bit? (laughs) (laughs) Who, um, yeah. Who do you want us to talk about? Who do you think were good boys? Yeah, we want to hear the good and the bad and the dreamy. And subscribe to us. I think we're going to post it on Apple Podcasts. I don't know how to post it on Spotify, but if you're listening to this on Spotify, that means I figured it out. <laughs> um, rate us five stars. What are all the other things we're supposed to say? I don't know. I've never listened to a podcast before. That's good, though, because you don't have, like, yeah, oh, so what if I sound know. like this, or what if I'm copying them? You don't have that worry. So, so tell Natalie some good podcasts to check out. <laughs> yeah, pretty much just subscribe. Give us five stars. Follow us on Instagram. Tell us what you want to hear about. Tell us if you want to be a guest. If we don't know you, uh, you probably can't come to my home. We'll get to know each other first, and then you can be on our podcast. Uh, but yeah, can sounds good. Can we podcast from, like, afar? Like, can we do, like... I think so. I think we have the internet. Anything's possible. True, true. Yeah, start thinking about your... Yeah, we're gonna be, like, Delilah. But, like... Yes. Think boy A little bit more jaded. Yeah. Less like, religious. Like the actual Delilah, like the Bible version. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I went to a Christian school for 10 years, so that also uh, attributes to my trauma. Oh my god. <laughs> that oh, could be a whole episode. A whole, like a, a Bible episode? Let's have like, a whole Jesus episode. Yeah. <laughs> he's our he's crush. He's a good boy. Is he though? I don't know. <laughs> Okay, Jesus versus Judas. That's like no. What's our, the next episode? Uh, I think we wanted to talk about Steve versus Aladdin. Oh Steve from Full House versus the character he voices Aladdin. Yep. So let us know what you think about that. <laughs> if you have any thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Um. And thanks for listening. Yeah, that was fun. It was really nice of you to listen to our little baby podcast. <laughs> I hope we and don't sound. Come again. I hope the sound isn't bad. 
Uh, bye. Bye. What if I wasn't recording that whole time? What if it was, like, on mute? That would be, like, such a good warm-up. That was a good warm-up. Okay, now let's do the real podcast. Yeah. I got a crush on you, rebel dude with that hairdo. I'm fishing for your fiction, one-liners always bitch-ass. my lips to the TV, butterflies in my tummy, I'm supreme in my dreams. Fake boy.